Good morning, everyone. This is Father Nate, missionary priest in Italy, and thanks for joining us today, February 20th, on No Greater Delight, our podcast on Marian feasts and Marian meditations. Well, today we have a great number of feasts that are very interesting. There's a mention of Vergine del Calmello in Messagne, in Brindisi, Apulia, Italy. Um, I'm not sure exactly what that feast relates to, but it's Our Lady of Mount Carmel. Uh, the Abbot Orsini tells us that they celebrate Our Lady of Boulogne-sur-Mer, uh, Our Lady of Boulogne on the Sea in France. The story is told that in the year 636, a small group of people standing on the seashore witnessed a ship without oars or sails come into the harbor of Boulogne. It finally came to rest in the estuary, seemingly, seemingly of its own accord. One of the witnesses boarded the boat and confirmed that there was no one on board and that the vessel had no rudders or or sails. The ship, however, bore a statue of Our Lady. Taking hold of it to bring it to land, a voice was heard saying, I choose your city as a place of grace. Uh, the, city, the citizens welcomed Mary to their city by erecting to her a shrine which reached the, reached the height of its glory in the 12th century. That's pretty impressive that Our Lady would come on a boat with no rudder, oars, or sails and say, this is the place I want to live. And they also celebrate, and this is a very interesting feast, um, the Madonna della Scala in Massafra in Taranto, Apulia, Italy. Right? So the Madonna della Scala, which sometimes they translate as Our Lady, uh, Madonna of the Stair, but it also might be of the latter, which is probably... Uh, more accurate, right? So anyways, the story goes that in the first millennium AD, in a very difficult spot to get into in the Valley of Roses, hunters found a wild deer kneeling before a fresco of Madonna and Child, apparently from the crypt of St. Maria Prisca, an old St. Mary's, right? Which had collapsed in the earthquake of 324, right? Near a great staircase on the gorge wall, a chapel was built to house the Madonna of the Deer, right, known as since the 900s, as uh, the Madonna of the Stair or Ladder, right? The present shrine opened for worship in 737, in 1737, sorry. A few years later, the residents of Masafra credited Our Lady of the Stair with saving them from an earthquake that devastated the region on February 20th, 1743. And in 1776, the Pope designated her the city's patroness, right? And for that reason, the city holds its festivities in her honor on February 20th. Right. Again, despite the great antiquity tradition assigns to the fresco, art historians dated to the 1200s. Okay. So um, that's what it says in English. That's the English summary. The story is actually much more interesting in the Italian version. Um, so again, the story is pretty much the same. There's two hunters who um, are hunting this beautiful deer. They try to capture it, but in vain. And like they're following it when all of a sudden it stops and kneels before, with, like just a. It just It's like a dirty wall. So the men clean the wall, and they find this image of Our Lady with Child, right? And so then they decide, like, they just leave the deer, okay, bye, and then they go and uh, try to tell people what they found, right? So they they carry it in procession, this image, um, from to the church of the place, right? But what happens? The following day, the image returns to where they had first found it. So they said, okay, well, then we'll just leave it there. So then they build a little church there, and like I said, sometimes it's called Our Lady of the Stair or of the Ladder, right? There's an image that's painted, uh, maybe it looks like maybe from the 1700s, um, with Our Lady with the Ladder. But there's also deer in the picture, which is kind of cool. Like there's a kneeling deer and there's a, another one. Um, because another legend says that later, like because obviously the so she's sometimes called like Our Lady of the Deer. Um, on the feast of Our Lady of the Deer, on one occasion, this is, this is what tradition says, uh, two deer, a mother and a daughter deer, went to the church. 
Uh, and this is literally the Italian says, La madre appena giunta scopiava. E le sue carne venivano cotte e date alla migliaia di pellegrini moltiplicandosi miracolosamente. Um, which literally means the mother deer, like as soon as she got there, exploded. And her meat was cooked and used to feed the thousands of pilgrims and it was like miraculously multiplied. Uh, meanwhile, the daughter deer entered into the church and knelt before the icon of Our Lady. So there you go. Uh, the only story of a Marian uh, shrine where there are exploding deer that feed people with their explosion. Um, but it's a pretty cool miracle. So that's what we celebrate today in the Marian world on February 20th. For today's meditation, we're going to continue taking from Marian Reflections, the Angelus Messages of Pope John Paul II. This is a volume edited and put together by Father David Brown. And today's Angelus Message comes to us from September 25th, 1983, where John Paul II said that Mary teaches us the true meaning of poverty. Let's hear what he has to say. He has looked upon his servant in her lowliness. He has deposed the mighty from their thrones and raised up the lowly to high places. With these words, the Virgin exalts divine wisdom, which is pleased with the lowly and confounds those who trust only in their own certainty. Poverty is a virtue slowly acquired by the spirituality of the Old Testament. As a result of the Babylonian exile, a more internalized significance of this virtue develops. That is to say, the poor is the one who wholeheartedly complies with the Lord, Obeying his will is concretely expressed in the law of Moses. Poverty conceived in this way was not reduced to an empty privacy capable of shirking duties of social justice. On the contrary, the observance of the law of Moses produced visible results of fraternity. In fact, it was a pressing obligation to help the needy, the widow, the orphan, the slave, the stranger. It also provided for the settling of debts on the occasion of the sabbatical jubilee year. Mary, the Second Vatican Council writes, stands out among the poor and humble of the Lord, who will confidently await and receive salvation from him. Mary's poverty is the sublimation of the poverty lived by so many of the just in the Old Testament. The Annunciation is the emblematic proof of the Virgin as a creature poor in spirit, who, with her fiat, opens herself in perfect docility to God's will. Right up to the day of her passing to heavenly glory, Mary's poverty will consist in her generous dedication to the person and work of her son, and always in the lights and the shadows of faith. For us too, disciples of the Lord, poverty of spirit amounts to unconditional obedience to his gospel. It is an education of the heart, which Paul asks for in these words, your attitude must be that of Christ. The same social question, understood as just distribution of goods, both economic and moral, depends as much as ever on the same kind of poverty. Sincere compliance with Christ's word does not tolerate the shame of injustice, of oppression. The early community of Jerusalem, to which Mary belonged, devoted themselves to the apostles' instruction and the communal life, to the breaking of bread and the prayers. And as a result of this evangelical fervor, there was no one in need among them. May Christ stir up Mary's poverty in us. Then the power of his Spirit will give free reign to the great things of the redemption. Then we will be blessed, because ours is the kingdom of heaven.